welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Well, the Geneva Lake Conservancy was formed in 1977 to protect Geneva Lake and the lands that surround it. And almost 50 years later, it is having to work harder than ever to realize that mission, as more and more Wisconsin lakes are polluted by algae blooms and invasive species. I recently joined the board of directors of the Conservancy, and in just the few months that I have been lucky enough to be a part of it, I am truly amazed and deeply grateful for everything the Conservancy is doing to protect our lakes and land. And our guests today are here to tell us more about that and how we can all help as well. We have Karen Yancey, Kristen Freitag, and Ty Thompson. Welcome all three of you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Karen Yancey, as Executive Director of the Conservancy, let's start with you. How is the Conservancy working to protect Geneva Lake? Well, first, we're trying to protect the open land around Geneva Lake and in its watershed to control density. As many of us know, there's been more and more development around Geneva Lake in recent years. And every time a property is developed, more concrete is put on the land that prevents the water after a storm from filtering through the land and um, getting most of the pollutants um, out of it before it reaches the lake. So we um, use conservation easements. We have conservation easements on approximately 10 estates on Geneva Lake, and that protects those estates from being subdivided and developed in the future. We also um, purchase open land and we have purchased a couple parcels in the last few years to also control um, the amount of development and keep them open. The other thing that we're doing is we attend municipal meetings to testify against inappropriate de development. For example, it just um, we just helped prevent the Bigfoot Farm development in Walworth by testifying against it. That development would have allowed for more than 420 new septic systems that would have drained into water that feeds Geneva Lake. So that was a big victory for us this year. Um, as I mentioned, we've also found formed the Water Alliance for Geneva Lake in 2019 and are working on the management plan. The plan will recommend solutions to rising phosphorus levels and new invasive species, but it will require all landowners and land users to cooperate to implement these solutions. Um, in the meantime, lake lovers can join the Conservancy's Keeping It Blue program and sign up for a conservation at home visit at their property to help protect the lake's water quality, aquatic species, wildlife, and recreational uses like swimming and boating. And this is such an exciting program, and I've seen some of the signs, and I get a lot of questions about this. So here to tell us more about the Keeping It Blue program is Conservancy Board Member Kristen Freitag. Hi, Kristen. Karen, thanks. I'm so excited about this program and having it re-energized. It's been around um, the Conservancy since like 2019, 2020, when um, I think some conferences were held and um, the farming community, community learned about uh, things that they could do to help. Landowners learned about things that they could do to help. Um, but just as of last summer, um, we got these Keeping It Blue signs out there for our community. And it's really just a way to help our our 
you know, the landowners understand the pressures that our lake is under, because really, it's there's so many people that don't know what's going on. So when they see these signs, kind of triggers a little, you know, interest, and it, it brings an awareness to our current state of the lake. But more importantly, it, the program is going to be a way to help educate landowners that their landscaping decisions do matter to the health of our lake. And I can't stress that enough. I think it's really important. So, you know, if if you want me to go through all the things it means to have one of those signs in your yard, I can. Um, it might be nice just to breeze over a couple of them, but one involves kicking the fertilizer habit. We should really be vigilant about keeping, you know, unnecessary chemicals out of the water. People have said to me, and, you know, I know it's this thing out there that, you know, phosphorus has been banned since 2010, but it, the, it's still available on the shelves. You can still buy fertilizer with phosphorus in it and you can still have your yard sprayed and it has nitrogen and phosphorus in it. So we really need to be aware of, of what we're putting on our own lawns. Um, you know, it's, it's sad that it's still on the market, but it is. I bought a bag last year just to prove to people that it's still out there. Um, I also think there's a big misunderstanding about people that put chemicals on their lawns, you know, that they don't go anywhere. That little red and white tag says stay off until it's dry. And then most people think it's fine to go on once it's dry. Well, after a big rain, those chemicals go right into the water. And sadly, they can even get into our drinking water. So I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and, you know, <laughs> go into all of that. But that can happen keeping your leaves, the fall leaves out of the waterways, not just the lake, but the rivers that lead into the lake, they carry a huge phosphorus load. And like Karen said earlier, having your septic system checked regularly, minimum every three years, the minimum of every three years, because that's a huge, a malfunctioning septic can be a huge contributor to phosphorus in the lake. And I'd say one more thing, not but last but not least, that planting natives and shrubs along the waterways and streams and shorelines can be so beneficial in soaking up the water before it enters the lake. Karen touched on that as well, soaking up the bad stuff um, and keeping the soil from eroding. People don't realize how much phosphorus is actually in the soil. And if, if we have too much erosion, that goes right into the water as well. So it's kind of like... All of these things can add up to a, a, a nasty algae bloom. And, and the last one we had, like Karen said, was 2017. And you can't use the lake. A, a, my vet called me when 2017 and said, keep your dog out of the water because you want your dog to die and they can. And it can cause really bad human. Um, I mean, you can be sick, really sick. Neurological disorders, vomiting, um, bad things. Again, I don't want to be such a Debbie Downer, but so we want to keep this beautiful sparkly lake blue forever and for generations to come. So we can all keep fishing and sailing and swimming and doing all those things we love to do here at the lake. And there are, are there other lakes in the area that already have had these issues with algae blooms? I'm glad you asked that. You know, um, we were traveling to another lake in, in Michigan and I saw one of these signs on a lawn so they are nowhere near having an algae bloom because they are being very proactive. Um, their, their water is bluer than blue. But I just thought this was such a cool program. We needed to have that here. But I think it was last year or the year before, 
Delvin Lake was shut down during the 4th of July because of an algae bloom. Um, you do not want to get in that water when there has been a bloom. Um, the cyanobacteria is what is the byproduct of this, this algae, and that's what can make people so sick. So yeah, Delvin Lake is now starting to, um, they, I think they came to the conservancy and said, how do we get one of these signs? So now they're dotted around the lake of um, Lake Delvin too, which is such a great, I'm so glad to see it spreading. It's, it seems like, you know, everything you said in this day and age when everything we know now about chemicals and, you know, it seems so simple and so easy, right? But I know it's hard for some people to change and they think that's the only way to have a beautiful lawn and, and that's just not true. But I'd like to say one yard at a time. That's all it takes. One yard at a time and then it's one village and then it's one town and then it's one lake. So it starts with one yard. So if we can do it and share with our neighbors what we're doing. That's that's the best thing that we could do to protect our lake. Exactly, and so so there's the keeping it blue. Then there's another program um, where everybody can, you know, truly help contribute to the solution and to prevention. It's called the Geneva Lake Conservancy um, uh, Conservation at Home Program, and. Um, Ty Thompson, who is the community outreach manager at the Conservancy, is here um, to tell us a little bit more about that program. Thanks, Ty. Thank you so much, Karen. I appreciate you having us on and discussing all of these important aspects about Geneva Lake Conservancy with everyone. So I am very excited to talk about the conservation at home program that Geneva Lake Conservancy runs. Um, I'll just give a brief overview of it. But the Conservation at Home program teaches landowners how to better manage their property to help protect the environment around it and the lake as well. So this involves a one to two hour visit with a trained professional who works for Geneva Lake Conservancy. Uh, and this professional is a master naturalist and has other qualifications as well. So this Conservancy representative will Examine your yard and how you're managing your stormwater, your soil health, as well as a few other eco-friendly categories, along with encouraging you to remove any invasive species that are on your property. And instead, we'll recommend native plants that have long roots to plant in your yard, uh, which is very beneficial on shorelines, hills, and any low spots that you may have in your yard to help absorb pollutants from the land before they run off into the lake. So at this visit, we also will address any yard issues or goals that the landowner may have. And we're always mindful of how much time they can actually dedicate to their yard and their gardens and the resources they have available as well. So once this site visit is completed, and the landowner has implemented most of these pra practices, they are awarded our beautiful conservation at home sign and can be assured that they're managing their property to help protect the health of Lake Geneva. So this program has actually been running for a few years now and we have completed almost 200 conservation at home site visits uh, in and around the Walworth County area. So this just this year, we've completed 56 site visits, and we're already discussing visits with homeowners for spring of 2024 and getting those planned. So we're very excited about that, looking forward to the future. And 
just in general, this program has been so beneficial to homeowners, the surrounding ecosystems in the lake that we're looking at possibly exp expanding the program to conservation at work maybe next year. So just lots of growing possibilities with this program, as well as many benefits to the surrounding land and water areas and homeowners as well. It's so cool. It's like you have your own personal coach, right? That comes yes. over and just walks you right through it. Pretty easy. That's exactly it. And just like Kristen had said, you know, it's like one yard at a time. It's the same thing that works for the Keep a Blue program that also works for the Conservation at Home program. I mean, just roughly 90% of the land in Walworth County is privately owned. So when we're talking about one yard at a time, that's really how these things, you know, they start and then they flourish. And like she said, it becomes a community and a town and then it just expands from there. So this is a really good start to help manage your surrounding ecosystem and get it to be ecologically friendly. It's, you know, and we're talking, we're really just <laughs> touching the surface of um, these programs and, and what you all do there. And, you know, there are some great volunteers with the Conservancy. And I mean, Karen, can you explain how, how does this Conservancy continue to exist and continue to carry out its mission that, you know, all of us will benefit from? I mean, it, you know, where do the funds come from to, to do these programs? We have about 600 members and supporters. Um, they've been very loyal over the years and um, really um, understand the importance of our mission to protect the lakes and lands of Walworth County. Our core area has and is still um, the Lake Geneva area, but we have also expanded out into other lakes and other areas of the county as um, people have requested our help. So um, we um, appreciate anyone who um, provides support to us. Um, our conservation at home program is free to members, but we charge $25 for someone who's not a member, which actually makes you a member when you pay that. And um, we also have um, uh, several major granting organizations, including the Gaylord and Dor Dorothy Donnelly Foundation in Chicago and um, the DNR's Knowles Nelson Stewardship Fund and Ducks Unlimited, who all support our land protection efforts. And obviously by protecting the land around the lake, you protect the lake. So we're thankful to all of those supporters. And if people want to follow what you're doing or learn how to be a part of one of these programs or learn how to volunteer, what, what's the best way for them to find you? That would be to go to our um, website, www.genevalakeservant.com conservancy.org. And um, you should be able to um, find information on the Conservation at Home program and Keeping It Blue and many of our other programs. Well, wonderful. I, I'm going to put you three on the spot and because sometimes I do this and I just, I, I kind of know what your answers are going to be, but um, sometimes I ask the guests, what is your favorite thing about living up here in this area? And in one sentence. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I will. I spent my childhood summers here and really developed my land ethic here. And it's just how beautiful the rolling kettle moraine landscape is with all the lakes that are many of which are really kettle ponds and the old oak trees 
and the rolling um, rolling terrain that was created by the glaciers. It's just beautiful. You can't, you only find that in certain parts of the state. And so I think it's exceptional. And because of that, you know, needs to be protected, can't easily be replaced. Absolutely. Kristen, how about you? I've heard some other guests of yours answer this question, and mine is similar to that. I'm a lifelong resident of this area. I grew up here and uh, moved abroad for a little bit and came back and loved it all that much more. And it is the beauty of this lake and its surroundings that keeps us here and wanted us. We, we came back here to raise our kids because this is what we love and we want to keep loving it and keep enjoying it. And we want others to do so too. So I'm so glad I'm part of the GLC and be, I'm so thankful to be a part of this keeping it blue program too. So thanks for having us. And I have to say the lake. Wonderful. Ty. Yes. So I'm a little different from um, Karen, Yancey and Kristen. Um, I am a newer visitor of Geneva Lake and the surrounding areas, but I have to say there are a few small things that I love about it, but overall, there's a huge, just overwhelming sense of community and all of the cities surrounding Geneva Lake. Uh, people love to create this sense of community and Geneva Lake Conservancy is very well intertwined with this throughout our events and things like that. We just love having the community involved. So it creates a sense of like a larger family, I suppose, within all of the areas around Geneva Lake and the love that people have for the areas and the lake itself is so inspiring and just makes me want to do as much as I can to help the environment, to keep it as pristine and uh, healthy as it is right now, just like Karen had said earlier. So the people and the sense of community are just so inspiring and really draws me to the area. This is that's why I love asking that question because I love hearing these answers. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all three of you so much for being here today. I know this is a, a busy work day for um staff and for volunteers, and you had to kind of tear yourself away from uh something very important that you're doing right now to be here. So I so appreciate it. And I hope that everyone uh gets involved in some way and spread the word as I think we all wish, you know, that for generations to come to be able to enjoy this beautiful lake air and the area land around it as much as we all do now. So thank you all three for coming today. Thank you so much, Karen. Of course. And as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva and the wonderful people who help make it so special. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right. Like the morning I am golden. I can't stop.